week's smallest cast podcast the podcast is designed for small government contractors service providers and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem connecting people organizations and resources i'm your host just nate and today we've got our ceo dennis cater online with us dennis welcome hey thanks for having me today and i'm looking forward to this episode great to be here sweet well this episode that we have here is uh, a little unique we've got uh, two guests today both are co-founders of a company called GovMates, and GovMates is essentially the an online teaming platform for government contractors. So it kind of fits right in with what we do here at the Smalls. And uh, so uh, let me first give an introduction here. We've got the president and founder of Boost and co-founder of GovMates. Miss Stephanie Alexander, and we've got the Senior Vice President of Republic Capital Access, RCA, who is also a co-founder of GovMates, Miss Katie. Uh, Katie, you're going to have to help me out here. Is it Billick? Billick. Okay. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. So, okay. So, we, we got in touch. Ashley Dennis, tell us how we got in touch with the ladies on the phone with us here. Uh, I think I was... Uh looking at an ad from, I think, Washington um, updates or something like that on uh, regarding government contracts. And uh, there was actually a podcast uh, from GovMates. And I thought, huh, I wonder what that is. And so I listened to it and I immediately thought I need to get a hold of these guys. Um, And I actually signed up for GovMates to see how the system worked. And then I thought, shoot, we need to have these guys on because they are, as you mentioned earlier, complementary to what we're doing. And um, thought that that would be a great fit for us. So here we are. You did remind me of that. So I believe I believe that podcast that you guys were on was the Project Thirty Eight podcast, the art of matchmaking and the power of differentiation. Is that correct? Yes, with Washington Technology. Sweet. Okay, so I don't know. I, let's start with you, Stephanie. Give us a a quick two three minute overview of what GovMates is. Sure, absolutely. So Katie and I will probably tag team on all of our answers because we end up we end up talking. <laughs> That's what good business partners do, right? That's so what we like. Katie and I, uh, what seems like a million years ago in GovCom land um, at a small veterans group where we both served as board, on the board of directors. And we identified a need uh, in, in the ecosystem um, for finding and sourcing um, small government contractors who had the qualities or capabilities that they, um, prime contractors were looking for. Katie, do you want to kind of give more background on that? And then I can take it from there. 
Sure. So where we, by, given where we stand in the GovCon ecosystem, we were constantly getting calls from the large systems integrators and defense prime seeking small businesses um, with a certain type of capability or past performance or, or set aside. Um, and so we got so many of those calls. We said, you know, it's amazing that, you know, fill in the blank large defense prime contractor doesn't have their own, you know, centralized repository or some kind of resource they can use on, on the government side. Um, and frankly, the short answer is they do, but those resources resources weren't user-friendly. So we decided to build a platform that was. So GovMates um, is cloud-based. Um, it's free for any small business or for any government contractor you join. Um, whenever they join our membership, they create a profile. In that profile, we're collecting anything and everything that matters from a teaming perspective. So their capabilities, their customer past performance, contract vehicles, NAICS clothes, clearances, set-asides, certifications, um, everything except for your blood type. Uh, and then from there, you're eligible for teaming and procurement introductions so that when, say, Boeing or Raytheon calls and they say, hey, we need mm, an SDVOSB with a TS clearance and systems integration capabilities and DIA past performance, um, basically our algorithms match up the profiles that are the best fit for that incoming request. Uh, it incorporates relevance scoring, um, and we can essentially match up those GovMates members to the requester. So it's a formulaic and methodical approach to teaming introductions. It is a way to increase the visibility of our membership for teaming and procurement opportunities in the federal space. Okay, so, so go ahead, Dennis. Well, I was just let you go. Go ahead. Well, so there's a lot to unpack here. Um, uh, the the idea is what Dennis and I have been doing just with um, a lot more. Um, you guys are, are a lot further ahead than we are on the smalls. But when you guys say requester gives a request saying, hey, I need a company that can do X, Y, Z. Are those requesters also part? Are they members of GovMates or how does that work? They can be, yes. Um, so often, uh, you know, we're helping to um, to help fill in teams for other small businesses for some of our members where maybe they're pursuing a very large opportunity and they can't take down the entire thing themselves. And so they need to fill specific gaps um, in their roster to be able to bid on a piece of work. So we love helping our members form teams. But then we also receive requests from... Um, Obviously, um, external folks, again, from the large systems inter integrators, defense primes, and increasingly government agencies that are using us for kind of market research and intelligence, um, tech scouting, um, and really just general industry outreach. That, that's where I was going to go because you mentioned the primes. You support the primes, but um, I've, I've heard you a couple of times now that we've been communicating that you're engaging with the government directly as well, correct? Yes. yes, you know, we started to just initially we started really with industry and to Stephanie's point, working with a lot of these non-traditionals um, and, and matching them up with the the bigger guys, as we call them, the larger companies, as well as the mid-tiers. But increasingly, word started getting out to the government customers that were a, a great user-friendly tool. And then before we know it, we've been um, we've had a lot of interaction across um, um, DOD and, and civilian uh, customer landscape, helping them to identify really unique, innovative technologies, companies that have certain types of capabilities, as well as, again, general industry outreach um, and en engaging with folks who are, you know, building, making, doing, creating cool things. Now, now you said earlier when we were talking before we started the podcast that you had 30-something thousand members and you're one of the largest 
uh, collaborative organizations out there, correct? So we have uh, um, just over 3,100 members. Um, to date, we've had nearly 25,000 matches um, amongst our membership, resulting in nearly 3,700 um, introductions um, over just a four-year period. Well, after this podcast, you're going to get at least 30-some thousand more. That's the goal. That's the goal. And so can you walk us through the process? So uh, Nate and I's companies both have, have, have started doing this with you. Uh, thank you for the opportunities. But, uh, and by the way, I've had a couple already, uh, opportunities to engage with the government and other primes. So, so thank you, ladies. It's already working. Um, but walk us through. So I'm a government contractor here in Colorado. I hear about this on the, on the podcast, um, or through the newsletter and, uh, I'm interested in, in joining. So how, how do I go about doing that? Sure. So you go online to govnates.com. We have purposely made this registration as quick and painless as possible. <laughs> the only thing you may have to do is maybe uh, look up your NAICS codes. But in general, we're taking anything that matters from a team perspective. So really what we care about are your core capabilities, where you have past performance, what your certifications look like, all of the things that you that would matter. We go, uh, we do get granular. We try and ask, you know, are you ISO certified? Do you have DCMA or DCAA certification? Uh, what's your security clearance, et cetera? Most of our searches are on capabilities or customer past performance. So those are the two areas that we really want you to focus on. If it is a keyword or a buzzword used in the industry and you can credibly say that you do it, you should include that in your profile. Um, from there, like I said, it should take you 10 to 15 minutes, hopefully way less painful than a SAMS process or a large integrator's very large labor intensive um, database. And from there, every single um, GovMate that, uh, that registers through our service, we individually look at each profile. So we will provide you feedback if we feel like, hey, you might want to beef up this area or can you provide further clarification? Uh, and then you're in. So you're officially registered and you're a government. It is free to join. Uh, it has always been free for governments to join. We want to make it as painless and user-friendly as possible. And then you're eligible for teaming introductions. So we will have requesters come to us. You know, they, we have one or two that just came in the last 24 hours. Um, we never know where they're coming from. It depends on what's hot and heavy in the industry. Um, so sometimes we get a lot of like a huge... Um, like vets or one of the large IDIQs will get a lot of people asking for similar things. Sometimes we get very nuanced, um, very specific capabilities and and, and, and locations. Um, other times it's just market research. There's tend to be more of the government agencies who are just looking you know, for broader capabilities. So depending on what happens, we will run a search and then let you know that um, your profile was, uh, was came up. Um, and then the requester gets to choose who they want to meet with. Uh, we then do an email introduction. And then as we tell people, then we're out. Business is still business. So you still have to uh, talk to each other, NDA it up, figure out if it's a good match or not, uh, and kind of proceed from there. Wow. So, okay. I have to ask the question. This is, I, I typically ask this question to all of our guests here. Uh, are you guys are you guys a nonprofit or what's the business model behind GovMates then? So, I mean, it can't be free to run all these services. 
Yes. So, so in addition to doing matchmaking, which we've done since the beginning, uh, which Katie, remind me how long we've been in business. I swear it's an, it's it's like dog years and government years. Um, Just over four years. I think. Um, so yeah, four years now. Uh, we added a scheduling algorithm uh, two years ago, which allows us to do matchmaking for specific conferences. So in terms of monetization, uh, we are paid by conference organizers to host matchmaking at their conferences. In addition, we also provide quarterly support, our quarterly training called the Governance Institute. And, um, you know, we have sponsors for that, but that usually is covering the cost of tacos and beer uh, at, at our midday sessions. So the, the short answer to your question and how do we make money? Um, we specifically decided not to have um, to charge a membership fee um, or a, a pursue the subscription based model because we didn't we didn't believe in charging our members for our services. How we make money is really a derivative of the matchmaking platform in that the matchmaking itself day in, day out, the teaming introductions, the matching, that is all free to our members and to the, the end, end users and stakeholders who benefit from it. Um, we have actually done work directly with government customers as well as with nonprofit organizations who will host uh, usually large, large conferences where the business matchmaking speed dating sessions take place. Um, and believe it or not, that's um, a pretty heavy lift and can be fairly painful to execute, especially if you're looking at um, multiple days of matchmaking sessions over hours. Um, I would say the largest um, conference matchmaking event to date that we've hosted um, facilitated um, over 700 meetings over the course of a day. Um, but we've built out, essentially, we use technology to our advantage, technology coupled with the human element, um, where we're able to essentially facilitate hundreds of meetings um, over the course of a few hours for um, all of those conference participants. So it's um, there was a, a need in the marketplace to actually to fill that gap and to provide those services because, um, frankly, the conference planners have had their hands pretty full with just running an event, much less having to tackle the, the minutia of matchmaking. And that's where we step in. So during those matchmaking sessions, are they... Uh, walk me through that. If I go to a conference, let's say I go to a conference, the conference uh, organizers hire you guys to run a matchmaking event. Um, is it a virtual matchmaking event or like, or, or do I, do I use zoom teams? What do I use to, to sure. it, it, it can be, but I would say um, that the, the in-person matchmaking is usually the most effective. Right. And sure. so if you've been to um, any of these government conferences or maybe say like AFSIA, we've got a great partnership with AFSIA um, and we supported their, their Homeland Security Conference in Washington, D.C., um, where they had, um, I'm trying to think what the numbers were, they had maybe about 40, 40 different buyers across government, um, as well as some of the representatives from large systems integrators and defense primes, um, meeting with about 150 small businesses um, over the course of a few hours. So um, the, the criteria from all of those buyers um, really is very different. You know, I could be 
um, fill in the blank, large publicly traded systems integrator. And I'm looking for companies that have information assurance um, and IA and data analytics capabilities. Um, on the flip side, I could be someone from Department of State who only wants hub zone companies who do... I don't know, base operations and logistics. So it really runs the spectrum. Um, but again, that's the beauty of incorporating technology. Um, we can essentially take in all of this information, all of the criteria from the buyers, um, and then match them with all of the, the, the small business participate, participants um, and effectively facilitate matchmaking over the course of a few hours. Well, I think, uh, I think we need, you guys need to remind me after all this is said and done, this podcast is over, we need to put you in touch with a lot of our small business um, guys on the, uh, on the bases, the, the direct small business leaders out in the bases. So, cause, cause they're constantly trying to develop their own CRM tools. Um, but yeah. those CRM tools probably look like a Excel spreadsheet or yes. pamphlets laying on their desk or whatever. Or a SharePoint site. Exactly. Yes. So how'd you guys get into all this technology? Uh, you know, Nate and I've been doing this for about two years now, trying to get this thing going too, but so you guys are, you know, with the government's, uh, tool itself and with this matchmaking stuff. How'd you guys end up getting into all this stuff? So I think we started just like everybody else does on an Excel sheet and then PDFing and it was extremely man uh, manual and, you know, not, not the best use of time. So we, I think what you develop things is that they become, um, as you see the need. And so Katie and I started spending way more time on nights and weekends in addition to having those pesky day jobs. And so we said, there's got to be a better way. And so that's where you let technology drive the need, right? So we took it online. Nice. So if I'm a, so I currently work for a, a, I guess if you, I, I like to refer to it as a large, small, um, but really we're a, we're a medium sized company now, about 1200 people. Um, and, and government contractors, that's hundred percent of our business is government. How would I go about putting in a request for you guys to help me find a teaming partner? So the key for requests are you have to be a large, not a large, but you have to be the prime. So you cannot come to us saying, oh, I want to find a prime, right? We're like you and everybody else. Welcome to GovCon, right? <laughs> so you have to be leading the charge on your solicitation and on your RFP. But really, the fastest and easiest way is just to email us. Tell us what you're looking for. So what socioeconomic class are you looking for? What capabilities? What past performance? What location, if that's important? Um, just kind of as granular as you can without being super granular so that we have zero people coming up in our search. And then Katie and I respond back um, via email. So for us, it, there's usually a back and forth of, okay, did you mean this? Or what if I, if I did a search for that and I had like 500 people, I think that's too many. What else could we add to make this search a little more um, reasonable? And then we provide you a PDF report of all the companies that um, and profiles that um, meet the criteria you've asked for. And we just ask that you tell us who you'd like to be introduced to. And then we do a quick email intro. That way we're still in the mix and we know kind of what happened, at least to that extent. Uh, and then you guys take it from there. Well, that and, and I like that engagement, right? Because uh, there's other there's other companies trying to do the same thing you guys are doing right now. Um, but number one, they charge. And number two, they leave it up to the prime to go log in and do all their searching themselves. 
Um, Which I, nobody really wants to do, right? Well, <laughs> so exactly, but it's a necessary I, evil, right? I mean, somebody's got to yeah, do it. And if you don't have, if I don't have a team like you guys to help me out, I have to log in and do yeah. it myself. So that is the human touch element, right? So we are, by definition, matchmakers. And so while technology very much drives it and makes this an easier process and we can click a couple of buttons ourselves, we're still very much part of the human touch. Um, and so I think having that interaction and not forcing you to go look into a stale database or, or do your own searches, people really appreciate that. Um, and so that's what I think has led to a lot of our success. We're super responsive, or we usually are, and you know we want to make sure that we get you the best quality matches, and that we put as many of our governments in front of people that they didn't have you know that they didn't know about. Um, that's our that's been our mission since day one is to help grow these small um, non traditionals. So I'm I'm curious of the the technology in the background. Um, are either of you guys techies at heart, or you guys have a team that that helped you guys build these algorithms and CRM tools and everything else, or how does that work? So, so my background, I actually um, started my career in Silicon Valley. Um, I was actually um, at Goldman Sachs um, in the investment banking world, um, and I was covering um, tech funds, tech investors. Um, so definitely built a network um, in the tech community um, in the San Francisco and Silicon Valley area. Um, the catalyst for me to move to the DC area was when my husband got moved to a unit based down in Quantico, um, one that deploys to places where narco trafficking funds terrorism. So like Afghanistan, Central America, Africa. And so um, I kind of had to take a, pick up from my tech roots and migrate here to the DC area. So um, I would say it, between, between my background from Silicon Valley um, and Stephanie's connections, we had friends in the tech community um, that helped us to, 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 where we solicited input and helped us to build the, the, the platform ourselves. But we didn't want to buy just some COTS product and so hence developed it internally with the team. Sure. Where, where did you two meet? The National Veteran Small Business Coalition board meeting, uh, <laughs> 2012. Yeah, I think it was 2012. 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so we got suckered in, as every good volunteer organization does. We both ser still serve on the board there, and that's where, you know, kind of we got our start on where our heart lies. Um, and so for us, we just met there, and, and we kept running into each other at other networking events, and and as we, you know, served on the board, we saw this need and if you build it, they will come. And so that's what happened. Yeah, that's great. So you guys talked about your day jobs a little bit. Uh, can, can I get you to hit on that just slightly? I know our focus isn't that, but um, I know Stephanie, both, well, actually both of you guys, uh, your companies are also what we would call support services companies that may also be of interest to our audience. So could both of you speak to those as well? Absolutely. Katie, you want to go first? Sure. So uh, I'm with Republic Capital Access. Um, we are the largest specialty finance company for government contractors. Um, we are not a bank, um, but we're a financing institution. Um, how we provide financing is unique in that we are underwriting um, to the credit of your direct customer, which is the federal government. And that enables us to step in and provide financing that is non-recourse, that does not require personal guarantees at an affordable rate. Um, so if you're looking for flexible, affordable financing with no financial covenants for a government contract, then that's where we can step in. Outside of GovCon, I, I'm of no use to you. Um, but all we do is speak, you know, DCAA and FAR all day long. <laughs> 
So Katie has all the money. Um, and <laughs> so she's our source of money. But um, coming up in terms of my day job, I am the founder and CEO of Boost LLC. And that actually, uh, if, if it's, it just doesn't count if it's not an acronym, right? In GovCon. So it's Back Office Organizational Support Team. And we work solely with federal contractors as well. So all day long, uh, we live and breathe and sleep GovCon. And we provide accounting, contracts, HR, recruiting, and strategic pricing support to federal contractors. And so we help them as they, you know, whether it be a tiger team upon a big contract win where we need to recruit fast and get off our letters out and make sure everybody's in timekeeping, or we are ongoing support. Um, so we work for both projects and ongoing um, in a variety of different ways for our clients. So, okay. So before, before you guys kind of walked into your, your real day jobs, right? I mean, we all have day jobs. Um, and since then it seems like we all have, uh, additional features too. So what is, is GovMates a 501c36 or is it a for-profit company or how, how do you guys have that structured? So GovMates LLC is a partnership. Okay. And then we have GovMates Consortium, which is a nonprofit or actually asterisk patent or IRS pending. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So paper in paperwork limbo, but that it will be a 501c. Yeah, well, same as the smalls, right? I think we have our 501c6 certification through the state of Colorado, but still waiting on federal. So, which who knows how long that takes. Um, so if uh, you guys have mentioned uh, as you, when you when we first started this, you guys walked us through how somebody becomes a, a member and registers on your site and everything. Um, does it allow me to upload like a, a CAPE statement or anything like that? Or is it just all manually type in your keywords and stuff like that? It, there is no upload for CAPE statements deliberately because we find that people don't read. <laughs> no one reads the CAPE statements. And so when we do searches, we're really looking on those core capabilities. And so some people will copy and paste from their CAPE statement, which is fine. Um, but remember that these are the profiles that go in front of a perspective um, prime for you. So you want to position yourself to be the best looking as you can, right? So you want to make sure it's concise, it's to the point, it's hard hitting, they're bullets that make sense. It's not, you know, motherhood and apple pie is great, but not necessarily here. Like you want to hit them hard with what you do um, and what your differentiators are. Well, as you're talking here, I'm logging into my profile right now. I just added my <laughs> URL. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm almost, I'm just curious. Um, something, somebody went in and pulled capability because I did not put these capabilities in here. Um, so where did, do you guys have a, an engine that'll go out and scrub your name across the internet or something and pull the capabilities in? So those are from your, those are from your company website. So we took okay. those from what was publicly available. <laughs> Okay. So if we find that the profiles don't, you know, maybe need to be a little more robust, um, we will help you. Yeah, you, you can, you can say that because uh, I, I think I was in the middle of the night. I was went out to your website the last time we talked and I just I quickly signed up for an account. And then one of the kids probably screamed or somebody kicked somebody else. And exactly. I probably got pulled away and completely forgot to go back in, and I, which I'm going to have to go do now. Yes. I was actually going to ask that question too. Can you update? I probably need to go back and look what I put in there too. And can you, can you, does it allow you to update? Cause I know. Absolutely. Okay. And we encourage you to do so. Okay. Cause I remember I put stuff in and then I went back to the website going, okay, now what happens? And there's nothing else kind of, after you put your, 
profiling, you guys have all kinds of things like you offer courses and I was going to ask you about some of that later, but, um, I, I didn't know what else I was supposed to do next. And so basically you care that to do yeah, next that I've been in the wait mode. Exactly. Once you've filled out your profile, then really it is uh, you're eligible for all teaming. And, and so it's really on us. It depends on requesters. It depends on what people are looking for. We have some companies that we are pinging them, uh, I feel like, weekly. We have other companies where we may not ping you. Um, if you have a very niche offering and we just haven't been asked for it, then I mean, I can't make up demand, right? So if we haven't been asked for it, then I can't do anything. Um, so we are, as we tell people, we are a tool. We are not going to replace your entire beauty system. We're not, you know, we're one more, one more thing in your arsenal. And it's one more introduction that you may or may not have had. And it's getting in front of one more buyer that, um, maybe didn't know about your company ahead of time. So we are definitely here to augment the BBT, not replace them. And getting back to updating your profile, we very actively um, tell our clients or our, our government, we really want them um, to update as often as possible. I think we all go into SAMs once a year because we have to. <laughs> uh, and, and there's a lot of old, stale databases out there. For us, our governments are usually, you know, updating anytime they get a new, hey, I got a new prime contract vehicle or I got a new schedule or I'm now doing a new capability. Um, we're also very active on social media. So you'll see us on LinkedIn. You'll see us on Twitter. We highlight a government of the day uh, almost every day. So we want to promote our members and we want to get you in front of as many people as possible. Okay, so. I, I'm as I mentioned, guys. I am logged in right now, looking at my profile. Uh, there's it doesn't seem like a lot that I have to fill out, like you guys said. There's the web address of our company that we work for, our uh, LinkedIn profile, any Twitter profile, which I probably won't put up, um, and then just like a section for capabilities and additional emails. Is there a limit there that you guys want us to limit the capabilities to, or as your core competencies, or how, how does that work? No, there's no but again, you want your profile, your profile will be read by other folks in terms of the requester. So you want to keep it as hard hitting and, you know, don't bury the lead. Sure. <laughs> and, and, and that's why I was wondering, are you, are you looking for a core competency or keywords? Or are you actually looking for a, a two paragraph statement of what your company does? Bullets and core competency keywords are better. Okay. I think, I think that's what... It goes, it goes to my original suggestion that people don't read cave statements. Even one pagers are hard for people these days. So I think that people want to see, especially if that's what they're looking for, don't bury the lead. Um, they want to see what you can do up front so that they know, oh. And the idea is just to open the engagement, right? So there's many, many conversations that come from them. Um, but you want to get the you want to get the requester interested enough that they will go look at your website or go take a you know hey who do I know look you up on LinkedIn whatever that may be um, and so that's and then to start the the dialogue um, okay it is to open doors off to the side I see a tab called contracts is that then if if I match with somebody those matches go in there or how does that work what does that tab do. That's for any of your prime contract vehicles, because sometimes we get asked by requesters who are looking for, hey, I need somebody on a schedule, you know, um, one of the GSA schedules or 
uh, or whatever we're calling it now. Um, sorry, I blanked on the new name. Um, any one of those. So it's any of your prime schedules that you currently or contract vehicles that you have. But I don't because see a place to upload those. With money on contract vehicles. So do I email you guys like what what our prime vehicles are or? You can update your profile right there. So I think um, one other thing to, to cover um, just in, in interest of time, um, specifically, we had mentioned that we provide training and educational content on a quarterly basis for members. Um, and I think that's, that's really important to note because as um, a lot of our uh, heavy amount of our members are, are non-traditionals, um, we pull our members every quarter to get a feel for, okay, what kind of content are you guys looking for? What's going to help you grow your top line? Are you, um, are you focused on, you know, compliance or CMMC requirements? Um, are you focused on capture and proposal support? So it varies by quarter. Um, so um, one of the things that we've had a lot of success with is hosting these half-day institute events um, for our members. And we try to make it more of an, um, an intimate setting. By intimate, I mean maybe about 75, um, 75 members um, in a room um, that are absorbing really you know, hard-hitting, fast-paced content that's going to help them grow their business. So um, you, you mentioned you guys have these, these, uh, these training events. Um, when is your next one coming up? Do you have one scheduled for May or? Um, so our next one is tentatively scheduled for June. Um, so we're uh, exploring hosting it virtually. Um, the question is with with the where we are in the actual acquisition cycle with the federal fiscal year end being right around the corner. Um, we may decide to have that in person um, once things have, once the COVID craziness has subsided, but it's typically once a quarter. Well, you know, we need to keep up this conversation. Maybe we'll have you guys come out to Colorado and uh, host one of those events out here. No, so uh, I've already spoken to Katie about that. Uh, we would like you guys to come out. We're currently tentatively looking at May 21. We were going to have a conference this June. It got canceled. Uh, due to the virus. And so we pushed it to the fall, but it appears that everybody else is moving everything to the fall. So um, we are in support of uh, U.S. Space Force and the small business office there. And uh, we're going to look at hosting a, a meeting in May, a conference where we'll bring in all the uh, small business offices, the primes, um, small business offices from all the local Colorado-based entities. So uh, U.S. Space Force, Air Force, uh, Army, Missile Defense Agency, NSA, uh, all those types of organizations. Also, some of the OTAs, bring them out here like uh, SPEC and uh, some of the primes, as I mentioned, and then the service uh, providers. So uh, open invitation for you guys to come on out here in May, and we'll continue the dialogue as we get closer. Absolutely. Well, I uh, my husband is uh, an Air Force Academy graduate, so I am... <laughs> Always looking for excuses to get out to Colorado. <laughs> great, great. Well, ladies, um, what about uh, one last plug, I think, for how they get a hold of you, how we get to your website, um, and how we can get small businesses plugged in with you? Simply visit govmates.com. Feel free to shoot us an email, katie at govmates.com or stephanie at govmates.com. But we are um, pretty easily accessible, um, so don't hesitate to reach out. All right. Well, hey, uh, I, as I mentioned earlier, I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. I've already benefited a little bit from it. Um, while I haven't consummated the marriage yet, uh, 
with uh, your opportunities, um, it has been fruitful so far. So we'll see where it goes. And as we mentioned here in the podcast, we are partnered with you. Um, so your uh, further information is on our website. And um, we look forward to doing more work with you guys. I think you offer a great service. And we got to make the, particularly in our case, the Colorado um, community aware of your services, but also the Western United States. Well, um, I think every single one of our uh members of the smalls needs to go out there and, and apply. I mean, why not? It's free, right? It. It's the best word out there. Well, we will, uh, I, I don't have any other questions. Ladies, do you guys have any questions for us at all right at this point? No, we appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for having us. Thank you for, uh, thank you for being members of GovMates. We, we, like I said, we are, we're here to help, uh, non-traditionals grow. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to, after this phone call here, I'm going to take it off the headphones, put on the other BD hat and go and finish up my, making my profile because, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I can't believe I haven't finished that yet. So I'll make sure I get that done. Perfect. Well, thanks you guys very much. Thank you guys. Thank you. And, uh, we will be in touch. So hopefully just, uh, I know you guys said you guys are on the East coast there, so stay indoors, stay safe. And if you do go out, uh, Try to maintain that social distancing, I guess, right? Exactly. Okay, guys. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you soon at the next episode.